everybody. Welcome to the Nervecast, where we take love the journey to the next level. Listen in as we answer your questions, address pressing topics, and discuss talking points that we at Nerve feel will help you become the happiest and healthiest version of yourself. And now your host and head coach, Cody Connor. Welcome to the Nerve Health and Fitness Podcast. My name is Cody. Uh, I'm excited. We're going to talk about the, the movement of CrossFit, where CrossFit's headed, how it impacts us as a gym, where this takes us. We are still an affiliate. We're still affiliated at CrossFit Gym. If you look us up on the games.crossfit site, um, we're under CrossFit Nerve. So it's still our affiliate, but our actual business name, brand name is Nerve Health and Fitness. Reason why we did that a few months back was to make sure we made this a little bit more inclusive to us, to what our vision was long term, and it was more than CrossFit. Not saying CrossFit. CrossFit's brought me a lot of health and it's brought me a lot of longevity. Uh, 29 years old and I played college football and I'm in way better shape than I was ever in back in the day there. And so I will never go away from CrossFit. I love the style of it. I love the programming and we will 100% continue to do that and offer it. Um, But we also want to make sure that we open it up for as much as we possibly can. That being nutrition because that is a key component. If you've ever looked at CrossFit and Greg Glassman, that is the number one foundation of his methodology, of his his thought process, of the program of CrossFit is nutrition. And so what the one thing we found that was kind of holding us back was no one goes for nutrition coaching or no one goes into for other aspects to a CrossFit gym. You don't Google CrossFit whatever to look for a nutrition coach or anything like that. And so that gives us the ability to mix and match some things that we're on our hearts or where we're kind of going. And so uh, that's the reason for that, but we're still an affiliated CrossFit gym. You can come here, you can do the open here. I am a official judge of it, so I can submit your scores, all of that stuff. Um, So none of that's changed, but we want more for you guys. We don't want to just stop at that. CrossFit is what we do, but it's not who who we are. So hopefully that makes sense on it. If you have questions on it, feel free to throw those out there. There are a ton of unknowns going forward. They've, if you haven't noticed, since January 1st, CrossFit.com has actually changed their website up. They've changed it to a more updated version to where they categorize stuff as health and home and uh, what was the other one? Sport. So they've divided it up and they're making that very known. So that was very interesting. They started that January 1st. They're kind of re-navigating the, the waters of this and it's for a bigger movement we'll get into. Uh, but they started with the, the website and they, they literally laid off almost all, I think 80% of their media uh, team on CrossFit. And if you've ever watched any of the documentaries on Netflix, they, they always hype those up, lots of marketing around them. They are no longer doing those. So the, the videos you guys see ain't happening anymore. The, the stuff you see on Netflix, uh, that's, that's a thing of the past unless someone else out there creates it the content you've seen I've, I've seen personally on facebook and instagram crossfit hq will not be doing any more media they actually laid off the other 20 percent the the last week or so and so now they have absolutely me, no, zero media team on their what would you call it their roster at all so they got rid of all those people um and so that was that was kind of their trickle down effect from that standpoint as hey we're not going to focus on that that was not their focus uh, the next shift was they're going to change the open season. They're going to change how they do the regionals, kind of the dynamics of the game. And there's a bigger picture to this. What they figured out, first off, if you don't know CrossFit, it is actually one of the biggest growing brands in the world. Direction of CrossFit. So these are statistics of 2017 I have here. Uh, Subway had the most, and this is 2017, so it's changed a little bit. Subway had the most franchises or 
I, sh- I should say, locations in the world at 40, almost 43,000. McDonald's, Starbucks, KFC, Burger King, Pizza Hut, and then number seven in front of Domino's Pizza was CrossFit at 15,500. And that number right there is approximately uh, 2018 data. So that's a little bit higher on that one, um, or it should be higher on that scale now too. So CrossFit has 15,500 worldwide gyms um, all over. And so how many of those are in the US, you asked? There's about 7,000. 7,000 CrossFit gyms in the United States. The data and the points Greg Glassman, which is a founder of CrossFit, was looking at was there is 7.53 billion people in the world. Out of the, well, let's see here, let's, we'll take it down to United States numbers. United States, there's 325.7 million people in the United States. Out of those 7,000 gyms in the United States, they, they'll average out to be right around 60 to 80 people per gym. Some are way bigger than that, some are way lower than that, but I think they went off of 60 to 100 on that one. 1.28% of the population does CrossFit. That is a tiny, tiny, tiny uh, number. And that's one of the big things that Greg Glassman's looking at was the population to, to CrossFit is he hasn't, he hasn't even scratched the surface of the, the population that actually needs CrossFit. And I think Mary Kay had posted up a, an article um, to the family page a couple weeks back, and I'll actually put this in the comments. And it was over the, the army of doctors Greg Glassman is actually training up. He realized, okay, we have 1.28% of the population actually doing CrossFit. What do I need to do to get into the 324 million people that are still out there? And what's the biggest number is like the, the obesity stuff. That was the big thing he wanted to go after. And so he actually was thinking, okay, how do I get to the root cause of that? Well, where do all these people go? To the doctor. And so we actually started a, a CrossFit Health Level 1 seminar, which is very, very similar to the level one you have to take to open up a CrossFit gym, to become a, a trainer, things of that. Well, he's going around the country um, making sure he's getting all these, these doctors certified. And I think they're up to about 600 doctors certified right now through the, the CrossFit Health certification. And you have to be a doctor to do it. I've talked to Matthew Ataha a little bit. He said he's interested in doing something like that. But he's getting to the root cause because a lot of these doctors, they aren't prescribing the correct stuff. And he noticed that. Um, And so that was where he said, hey, I have the solution to this, a very elegant solution in CrossFit. I want the doctors to know so they can pass that stuff on. Well, when they did that, he's kind of gaining momentum of this one. And after a while, this is going to be a year, year to year process. Probably I'm going to say three years. We'll really truly understand it. And he'll have enough people to make a huge impact. But that was his big thing is he realized that the population that he was going for was the other 324 million people that have not uh, kind of gone in, gone into CrossFit at all. And so they've changed the dynamic of that, the brand of it. And so the first portion of CrossFit, the last, what, 15 to 17 years it's been here was kind of the early adopters uh, of CrossFit. It's just like any other product on the market is you have like the iPhone. You had the early adopters that get the iPhone 11 right away. You have that first, that first percent get it day one, they stand in the lines, and then you have the other trickle in effect of the people that want to make, okay, I want to wait for the last or the first update to make sure it's good and then they'll buy it and then you have the people that are like, okay, I'm going to be one year behind so I can get a better deal of it, then I'll buy it. It's the same thing with CrossFit. It's the last 17 years. That is the early adopters in a, in a product. You got to think of it as, as still very, very early on in life. You look at yoga. Yoga has been around hundreds of years. It's not in its early stages. It's way beyond. It is worldwide. It's completely there. Well, that's the path Greg Glassman is taking with CrossFit. 
is early adoptions happened. Now what's the next trickle down effect is opening up to the masses, the 324 million people. Well, what is very similar to that was the CrossFit Games. All the people that did the CrossFit Games, who won the CrossFit Games were the 0.01% of the population. A very, very small percent. Well, that was the same effect with the actual um, Open and uh, the brand of CrossFit. It was having the same effect on that one. So they had to switch it up and January 1st was officially that day to switch it. They switched it up to where they were dividing up. Okay, this is the sport of CrossFit. It is great. We still love it, but there's a sport to it. Here's the health and the home version of CrossFit, the, the version that everyone's going to fully understand. Because if you talk about the, one of the worst marketing strategies, best and worst, is the CrossFit Games. The reason for that, if I show Sally or Susie, well, I'm going to use Susie because Sally's been over overused and we have a Sally and I don't want to think she's talking about her. So Susie comes in, she doesn't know anything about CrossFit. If I talk ring muscle ups, AMRAPs and all sorts of stuff, she's going to say, what in the world are you talking about? You lose it. And so what the sport of CrossFit did was, yes, it got it out there to the early adopters, to the people that love the sports, the ex-athletes. Well, what it did was it eliminated the other 324 million people that were like, hey, I don't get it. It looks way too intense. Injury rate's probably going to be crazy high. It's because they're looking at the sport of CrossFit. That's like looking at NFL and being like, why the heck are they getting injured all the time? That's silly. It's a sport. It's how things happen. It's how things work. Well, that was the issue. It was the best thing, but it was the worst thing for CrossFit because of the marketing uh, for that. And so that's where you get this, this issue of, okay, how do we get to the next level? Well, that is realigning the brand of CrossFit, and that's what they're currently doing. And so they're starting by, well, they started by eliminating the media team. They don't need the media team to cover the games because that's not going to be their, their focal point and because it's easier to contract that stuff out. It makes it a lot smoother for, for that one, and I'm not going to get into that because I don't, that's not my knowledge base on it. But you have this issue with this. And if you look at, so I'm going to break down some even more numbers. So you have 7,000 gyms in the United States. Okay, you have 60.87 million gym memberships total in the United States. That's not counting CrossFit. That's just total in the United States. So 325.7 million people in the United States. Out of those 325, 60.87 million have actual gym memberships. So you have a very small decrease of that. And the population that does CrossFit, and this is completely guessed, and this is from Greg Glassman. I'll put up all the, uh, the notes for this stuff is... 1.28% of the United States population does CrossFit. And so out of those gym memberships, it's a very, very small amount. And so that's what he's trying to go to is that bigger that bigger group because we're gonna have way better effect and we know that CrossFit is a very good solution, no matter if you're an athlete or just a, a normal Joe or Jane. And so that's kind of the issue we're getting into is they're, they're rebranding almost, not, not rebranding, they're remarketing to a way bigger group and that's what's kind of shifting some stuff up. So they got rid of the media team. Then the next part is they re-announced how they were gonna do the games. They, instead of doing regional, so how this goes, if you're new to this stuff, I'm probably boring you already, but they do the open, which we're starting tomorrow. That is open to worldwide. Anyone in the world that can video themselves or get to an affiliate can do this open. And their goal of the open is to try and find the fittest people in the world. And so they give a workout and they try and have you do the workout. They do another workout, they get the results of that one and they build for five weeks. After the open, how they'd done it in the previous or the past was the top 20 from each region went on to the games. Or sorry, top 20 um, in the open of, of division or in the, I can't remember what the, the region was. Yeah, it was region, would go to the regionals. 
So you'd have the top 20 in certain regions. So you'd have a total of 40, um, 40 males and 40 females in like seven or eight different regions. After that, in the regionals, they would take the top, I think it was the top five, top five males, top five females, and then top five teams. They would take out of each of those regions and they would advance to the, uh, the CrossFit Games. And the CrossFit Games in Madison, Wisconsin, they would fight it out, brawl it out for the fittest on earth. So that's how they did it in past years. Well, now what they did was they eliminated the media team, so no, no coverage of the games this way. What they did was they shifted it instead of regionals, they're calling these sanctionals. Okay, the sanctionals, this is a huge, and why this seems small, this is a huge indicator of what they're gonna do in the future was the sanctionals, they decided, okay, we're not gonna do regionals. CrossFit is gonna have nothing to do with the regional portion. We're actually gonna contract it out to events that are already created. And so there's numerous events uh, that go on in the the United States and throughout the country or the world. Um, And so what they did was they looked for the 16 best and not just the United States all over the world because they want to make this a global thing. And they're trying to grow their brand, not just the United States, but globally. So they were like, okay, we're going to have four in the United States. We're going to have four in other countries, four in this country. I can't remember exactly, but we're going to have 16 to 17 sanctionals. And so these events you can go to, anyone can go to, most of them have online qualifiers, but you can go to and the the top male, female, and teen that win, they get the invite, straight invite to the games. So you don't have to do the open, you don't have to do anything, you just go straight to the games. Well, the big tale to this is the, the sanctionals, they contracted it out. What I'm hearing from, from other sources, and again, I'll, I'll put these sources out so you guys can kind of check this out as well, is they're potentially going to do that with the open and with the games because CrossFit is going to turn almost into a USA weightlifting governing body, meaning they're not going to have their hands in this. They're just going to make sure things are official. They're not going to create the open. They're not going to do the regionals. They're not, they're going to do the sanctions. They're going to push that off to other affiliates, other gyms to do that for them. They're just going to make sure it lines up and then they're not going to do the games. They're going to push that out as well. So you have a whole change of how all this works and they're kind of ridding their hands of it and they haven't done it fully, but that's my, that's my knowledge is it'll, it'll happen sooner rather than later of this shift and how that affects us. Again, it's, it's the sport. And again, this might be super, super boring to some of you. They're like, I have no clue what you're talking about, but that's why the open has not been as talked about, marketed to, because they don't have a media team to market it. They've done a couple of Facebook posts, that's it. But they're not trying to market the sport of CrossFit. They're trying to really rally up the troops to market for the overall health and longevity of what CrossFit does. And so that's why, why did we change our name? Because of the same exact thing I thought CrossFit was doing, and now we're getting, kind of seeing that um, unravel a little bit here. So that's why the Open is taking a little bit slower approach to it because there's so many unknowns. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how we're going to do it um, or how it interacts with our gym. So I'm not going to sell out on something I don't completely understand uh, or kind of see the the into. But as we learn and kind of get a direction of what this looks like, we'll add it back to it. We'll, we'll hype it up like we've done in the past. Um, the reason why we're only doing a, a Friday and a Saturday class option is because I don't want to wrap our entire schedule around it. Um, one, that's very bad business. And so to put that in perspective, that would be like any other person's business being like, Hey, we're going to take five weeks off from doing any sort of business. Doesn't make any sense. So again, that was one of the reasons why I'm like, Hey, I, if, if Susie comes into the workout and do it, does an open workout on a Friday, 
She's going to be like, what the heck is going on? I don't understand this. Why do I have to have a judge? I didn't come here to get judged. I came here to get a workout in. And so it doesn't, it's not a good experience for the person coming in. Same thing, why Greg Glassman's kind of pushing away from the sport. It's not a good look. It, overall, yes, if you're a competitor, if you're an ex-football player, all that kind of stuff, it is a really good look. Okay, you love it. You love the competition. You love the leaderboard. But again, that is the 0.01% of the population that actually likes that. The other 32, what was it, 324 million people in the United States, they don't give a crap about that. They just want to look healthy, look good naked. They want to get healthy. They want to lose body fat. They want to gain muscle. And they want to do it without being judged or um, in a competitive environment with all of that kind of stuff. And so uh, you should see, if you've not looked at CrossFit.com's Facebook page, the videos they post out since January 1st have been hysterical to the level of it's like an old Brady Bunch couch and this old man and he's like he's modifying the the workout of the day CrossFit.com's workout of the day to his at-home stuff so this guy has like this old-fashioned couch from the Brady Bunch and then he has like these two big huge like 10 pound jugs of uh looks like window wiper fluid or something and he's doing like lifts overhead he's doing deadlifts with it he's doing like sit-ups in his couch like super cool but again it looks ridiculous to the, the person that's seen CrossFit over the last 10 to 15 years. That is completely opposite of like, what the heck? Why is some like 12 pack dude not doing muscle ups on there? Why is it some 70 year old man doing like couch crunches and lifting window washer fluid above his head? It's because of this slow, gradual change. It's getting away from what was kind of turning majority or mass quantities of people away into accepting like, okay. This dude's doing it on old, some old-fashioned couch with some some jugs of blue water. Like I can do that too, and so it's making it super inclusive for everyone, not just the the competitor. And so good and bad. I am a again. Divi- I was a Division two football player. I always tell people I'm the most competitive person in this gym, but I can't do that all the time because that's not my job. So from the athlete's perspective, ah, it's kind of a bummer. From an all-inclusive Susie coming into the gym just trying to be healthy overall. Oh my gosh, this is like a breath of fresh air. Now I can do CrossFit. I see what you're talking about. Um, I see the big picture behind it. And so that's what you kind of have to understand is this whole shift of mentality that CrossFit's going after. Like it, don't like it. It's, it is what it is. It's going to happen. It's happening. And we're in the midst of it. And so that's where you kind of see this direction of, hey, I'm just trying to get you guys happy and healthy. That is my overall goal. Uh, if you guys make it to the CrossFit Games, I am pumped about it. I will be your best and biggest fan. But that's kind of the shift. So I haven't got any questions. So hopefully I'm explaining this very nicely. I think my podcast is still working. It looks like it. And we're going on to 21 minutes. So we're killing this on it. And let's see what else I have. Army of Doctors. I'll post up that stuff. The game's update. It'll be very interesting to see how this plays out. I'm kind of being patient with all of this. I don't see the end of it all. And if you've never done the Open, this shouldn't impact you at all. You're kind of just going into the flow of it. It's a fun five-week time to where we can really get behind some fitness we're going to see if we want to do it in the, the future. Right now, as of today's registrations of the Open, it's almost cut in half. There's half as many people doing it than last year, and it's because of the same reason. There's a ton of unknown with this, um, and so they don't know what's going on, how to do it. Now, maybe more people will sign up once the, the Open actually is open, starting tonight at 7 o'clock Central Time, I believe, is when they'll announce it. And so we'll see what happens on that one, but it's, it's a lot of uh, changing and shifting, and like any change... It is very unaccepted at first, but then in the long term, 
I think Greg Glassman and his team at CrossFit know what's going on. And so I'm very excited to see this. I'm sitting back. I'm going to see how the Open plays out. And so hopefully I think it, I think it's going to be fun. I think we're still going to support the Open. I still think we're going to have some fun, get after it. But I just need to sit back and kind of check this one out. Because check this out. The Open's happening now in five weeks. So for five weeks, I should say. And then the next Open, CrossFit Games 2020, actually happens this year in October. So if you missed this one, don't worry. You're going to have another one in October, which if you've ever done open workouts, oh my gosh, they are known for being really, really nasty and uh, fun and challenging. And so I'm excited to see and test our fitness overall um, with it. But we'll, we'll have another chance in October. And a lot of questions will be answered, I believe, by October. Once we get through this game season, we're going to see some stuff uh, shifting around. It'll give affiliates, gyms, It'll give us a better indication of what this is all doing and making sense of. So I'm excited to see that one. The programming style of this, I've been using CrossFit.com since January 1st to kind of give me some inspiration for this. And fingers crossed, if you're, if you're, I am good enough or I did my research on this, it should pay off. Are there going to be pull-ups in this CrossFit Open? Yes. Are they going to be strict based on... The CrossFit.com, which is the only resource we have right now to know what the heck workout-wise is the Open's going to be. Since January 1st, they've I think they've prescribed pull-ups seven times. Does anyone want to guess how many times they've been kipping butterfly pull-ups? And I, I have a couple of viewers, so let's see if there's any comments. I'll give you a couple seconds here. How many times has butterfly kipping chest-to-bar pull-ups been prescribed? Since January 1st on CrossFit.com, which is the main site, it is the the mass. No one's going to answer it, so I'm going to answer it for you. Zero. Every single workout that has had pull-ups in have been strict. So with my knowledge of that, hopefully December is paid off for you guys. Hopefully you're getting close to your first strict pull-up. But I have a feeling that if there's pull-ups in this open, they're going to be strict. Based off of that, now I could be completely wrong. And for me personally, if you've seen my score when strict pull-ups come up, I hope I'm wrong. I hope there's kipping involved. But again, it's a weakness. It's cool. I love it. I think they're heading in the right direction with that one. Um, there's a couple of variations. There's been a lot of air squatting. So it's going to be, I think we're going to go back to the basics. I think Greg Glassman, he actually programmed CrossFit.com workouts for the first, I think, four or five years for CrossFit.com when they actually announced or opened up the website. And I think he and his team of, of programmers are, are back at it. I think they've actually taken over the reins. Um, and have kind of trickled it down. There's been a lot of handstand stuff as well. So we're going to see what happens. I'm very interested to this, and hopefully the programming over the last two months is going to pay off for us in this, this realm. But again, guys, hopefully you know this on my heart. I just wanted to get some information out. If you know the Open, if you've done the Open for the last five years, uh, like I have, it's a crazy change, and I don't know if I like it, I love it, if I hate it. I don't know. I have to... I. In all due time, I'm going to see the, the bigger picture of it before I make my feel of it. But I like, I like it personally, the direction of where we're headed. Now, if you've never done the Open before, hey, it's a fun time. Get behind it. Get excited. Get it connected to the community of it. I think it's a great thing. Uh, just know that a lot of people ask, where's my Open t-shirt? I'm going to get you guys some t-shirts, but not for the open right now. We might pull some open t-shirts out for next October if we really want to go after this. Um, but I'll give you guys some t-shirts. Um, we'll have something uh, for our May uh, member appreciation day. So we'll get some t-shirts for you guys on that one. Other than that, I think we do have comments. Maybe I was like missing them. 
Zach said two. Stephanie said zero. Man, my fault, guys. Really messed this up. Stephanie said I answered. Sorry, I didn't see the comments at all. So now I see them. Zach, you were wrong. It's minus two. And you get zero. So yeah, zero times. So it'll be very interesting for that. Sorry for not seeing your comments beforehand. If you guys have any questions, put them in the comments below. I'll try and answer these. Hopefully it gives you some insight to this stuff. I'm excited to see the direction of it. Um, as a gym, we're not going to be swayed back and forth by, by what, what CrossFit does. Yes, it gives me a good indication of what they're doing. But overall, I'm going to do what's best for you guys. I, I'm going to give you guys the best fitness, the best health um, tools I can possibly give you by bringing you the best coaches, nutrition coaching, trainers, whatever that might be. I'm always going to guide this gym in the best best known direction for, for me. And if that's what CrossFit's doing, fantastic. Um, again, the reason why I had uh, rebranded it away from that was to make sure that, hey, if things go bad, if things go wrong, I can, I can make sure that in, at the end of the day, what I know is going to work best for you guys is going to be what I do. So hopefully that makes sense. If I completely bored you out for 27 minutes and four seconds right now, um, I'm sorry for it, but I wanted to kind of give a, a state of the state of what the, the brand of CrossFit was doing, the future of the CrossFit Games, the Open. Just understand the Open's a fun time. It's a, it's a time to get outside your comfort zone. Even though we haven't pumped it up as much as possible, I think it'll be a, a good time on Friday. The reason for the whole like only giving you, I think I already mentioned this too, but I'll go over it again. Only like reason for going just Fridays is to, to just put it under one date, call it good, one and done. Let's test out the fitness. Um, I actually will do the one and done part. Now I'm competitive, so um, you never know what will happen. But I gave you all also the option to Saturday at 8.30 a.m. class to, to redo the open or to do it for the first time. Those are the only two dates. I don't want to get outside of that because it opens up so many great areas. I just want to get back to the, the regular uh, Monday week on it. So let me know if you have questions on that kind of stuff. I love you guys so much. Hopefully I answered some, uh, some of your questions. Thank you, Zach. Way to go. And if you have any other questions or things, post a, post a comment. I'll try and answer those over the next like 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And I'm going to post some of the resources I have for you guys. You can check out those videos and kind of where I got some of the sources. But yeah, very interesting time to be in CrossFit. I love it. I love fitness. I love health. I love you guys. Have a great day and I'll uh, see you guys later. Bye. As always, thanks for listening. And if you have a question you want answered on an upcoming Nervecast, shoot an email to Cody at CrossFitNerve.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Nerve Health Fitness or give us a like on Facebook at Nerve Health and Fitness.